0: Ducks fans are you ready you are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast this is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis here we go Uh, Welcome to the show. This is your host, Mike Walters, along with my co-host, Eddie Richard, and we are back uh, with another show. There is no hockey. As you all know, there is no sports in the world uh, of any kind uh, with everything going on with COVID-19. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the Ducks games that we went to before this happened. We're going to talk about the timeline of the NHL uh, shutting down play. We've got some interesting poll questions of how you're going to entertain yourself while you're at home. What are you going to get at the grocery store? Uh, to fight it out with some people, as Eddie and I have got some experiences to share with you. And, of course, we'll talk about some league news and how the Ducks and other teams and players are helping out people as well. Before we start the show, we'll, uh, you know, wish everybody happy uh, St. Patrick's Day. You're probably uh, at home drinking because you can't go anywhere, unfortunately. But uh, I'm having my Moscow Mule as usual.
1: And, Eddie, uh, what are you drinking right now? I feel like I have a hat trick of beers right now because I have a Modelo that I'm starting right now. I have a Blue Moon next and a Michelob Ultra. Wow, that sounds like an alcoholic problem right there. Three beers lined up for a show, one show. (laughs) Well, hey, you know, you're talking
0: about hat-tricks. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day, and uh, you and I, uh, the last game we went to was the Ducks against Ottawa, and someone named Delorier had a hat-trick. So, if this is the last Ducks uh, regular season game or game of the whole year, or however it pans out, uh, you and I had a blast at this last one. Uh, The Ducks took on Ottawa before we did our, um, or excuse me, after our last show. And, uh, the, you know, they blew him out of the water uh, early in this game. Uh, Nick Delorier getting a natural hat-trick, scoring on three shots in a row. The Ducks uh, going nuts in the beginning, going up 4 nothing. Also, Silverberg getting a power play goal in this game, and the Ducks went on to win this one, five to two. What a wild game, Eddie! Uh, the Ducks actually didn't play that well in this game. I, I, I know everyone's going, "What? What are you talking about? They're up four nothing in the first period." Yeah, they're up four nothing, but it was all because of Nick DeLorya. Because the, the Ducks ended up getting outshot in this game, forty two to fifteen, which was terrible. But once they had gotten that huge lead, it was just you know cruise control after that, Eddie
1: yeah the whole momentum was uh on the ducks it was just a great game thank you mike for bringing me to that game if that's my last game of this season i'm glad i got to witness that uh that hat trick that nick Delorier scored like what a player a sandpaper kind of guy he goes out there he works his ass off 110 percent each game he stands up for his teammates and for him to get rewarded with the hat trick it just is awesome like that smile was just from 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 ear to ear like just a beautiful smile and he's just so happy to do it and I got a good video of you throwing your Ducks and Pucks hat on the <laughs> ice, so that was pretty fun. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't bring a hat or a beanie or anything. I, I totally forgot. So I still haven't checked that off my bucket list, uh, bucket list to actually throw something during a hat trick. Um, hopefully uh, next season or hopefully in a few weeks or months, whenever if the season resumes, I can go to another game and hopefully another hat trick gets scored and I can throw something on on the rink.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> that was funny because uh, my hat landed somewhere in the 200 level, and I saw some people saying, uh-oh, it didn't get all the way out there, but then there was a photo of yeah. a bunch of hats on the ice, and it was out there, you could see it, it made it, so I folded it up and, and threw it with, uh, you know, you know, closed up as best I could. And it made it down there, but that was hilarious because you were there and you were able to record it. And that was just a crazy first period too. Trying to post all the videos, I, I was shocked. I was able to get them all on my phone and post them because it seemed like I would, you know, put down the first goal and it was like, oh, he scores the next one. Put down the second goal, oh, he scores a hat trick. I mean, it was like, holy crap! He was just, you know, they kept putting him back out there on the ice like they should have. So that was a wild, wild game. Uh, fun game. To see the Ducks win. We also got to see Bobby Ryan. You know, he came back and, and with all his alcohol issues and whatnot, he was able to play too. So it was a good game all the way around. I, I think one of the things that was crazy about this too, Eddie, is that Delorier now holds the record for the fastest hat trick in Ducks history. The record that was held by Tame Solani back in 1997. He did it in just under 13 minutes.
1: And Delorier did it just under 12 minutes. Which that That right there was just crazy, Eddie. Oh, yeah, he was just on fire that game. It's just like, that puck was like a magnet to his stick. It just kept coming to him, and he just, you could just sense something was going to happen. I even told you, too, like, oh, it would be funny if he gets that hat trick or, you know, he's just on fire the way he's playing. Like, man, he, he just – it was such a great game to witness. And for those of you asking what's a natural hat trick, it's three consecutive goals scored by one player. So it's, like, n- not a goal scored in between. It's just – that player gets you know three consecutive goals in a row and no one else scores so that's a natural hat trick and it's just it was something great to witness part of duck's history it's a a memory i'm never gonna forget uh i'm glad i was there mike thank you once again for bringing me to the game and the only thing i would hope that comes out of this if solani gets a little bit upset he wants to come out of retirement and get his record back (laughs) (laughs) yeah he he
0: might want to have to do that you know (laughs) But uh, yeah, this game was great, like we said. And then uh, the next night, the Ducks had their makeup game against the Blues. They ended up losing this game. They didn't play terrible. You know, they, they fought it out. Obviously, it started out with a 1-1 score. They, they counted the goals from the previous game. Um, we had Stolarz get his first uh, crack at it at an NHL start. Uh, Hakapa got his first goal as well. And the ducks fought it out this was a close game it it was you know three to two late in the third then the blues got an empty net goal and they ended up uh you know winning this one but overall it was a good game uh despite the score the ducks came out with some energy too uh i noticed you mentioned in the recap article eddie they had played the night before against ottawa there was no slump of energy in this game I, i thought you know despite losing that they did come out with a good effort
1: Oh yeah, they played amazing this game despite them losing. If they had the same momentum and energy against Ottawa, like that score'd have been, I don't know. They probably would have scored nine or ten goals that game if they played the way they did. Uh, Stolarz wasn't that bad. Uh, he's a really big guy, but he has a lot of agility, and the way he makes saves, he just kind of just flops around. But he just always great position wise and. It's, it's 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 hopeful for the future if Ryan Miller decides to retire, that we have a capable backup that can play. You know, under John Gibson and play that style. And I, I really enjoyed his game and it was it was still a fun one to watch. I loved all the energy from the Ducks. At at one point they were outplaying the Blues, the Stanley Cup championship team, the Blues. And the Blues are a really good team. They were matching uh matching their speed and their their physicality. It was overall a, a fun game and it's unfortunate that was the last game that we were able to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was the last one for now, because during that time was when all the craziness unfolded. There was uh, rumors about uh, the league not playing anymore. It was going to be suspended uh, or they were going to play and not uh, have an audience, but have, uh, you know, just the players out there. And it was up in the air. And I honestly thought during the game and after, because we had gotten word from several different people, uh, employees that work there, people that were at the game, uh, other NHL officials, that it was it was down to play with no fans or suspend the play temporarily. And I honestly thought at that time, based upon what was going on, that it sounded like they were going to play with empty arenas. And then the next day, we all woke up, the NBA announced that they had not one, but two players with COVID-19. And then you, you basically saw the writing on the wall. Once that happened, they knew that it was starting to get worse and worse and worse they decided uh, to shut it all down. Bettman came out, and then you know they posted that on on the NHL social media and website, and all that stuff. That the league was suspended the following day, and it got all crazy. And it's it changed so many times that he the initial uh, plan they said they were hoping three to four weeks come back play mid April. They halted all the activities. You know, no team meetings, no practices, anything like that. Uh, Obviously, a couple days later, they then uh, said that all the players were going to self-quarantine until March 27th. They are allowing players to go back home. But then they updated it now. Instead of being three to four weeks, now they're talking about two months. And they're hoping that they can have a training camp in 45 days. And all this is fluid. I I mean, it just changes. I think it changes every hour, Eddie. I I sit there looking at my phone while I'm at home, you know, just going, okay, when's the next update going to come? But uh, it, it's kind of crazy. They're talking about you know maybe not having the rest of the regular season and then just going to playoffs. And if they do playoffs, they're talking about having a twenty four team format. Then I've seen them say they're going to have everybody. Uh, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just unprecedented times, Eddie. It's just crazy right now. I, I don't know what's going to happen. What What do you think uh, as far as them coming back? You think they'll come back and maybe play the rest of the season or just go to playoffs, or you think they'll just say f it
1: and start next you know year? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it's it's one of those things where like you said, it changes every hour. Um, I, I don't know the the actual severity of what's going on. I take things more lightly and I'm more of a like one day at a time kind of person and I don't really follow like the news and, and educate myself on that. I just I don't like to hear too much negativity in my life, but it's kind of a, a scary time right now to think you know there's no hockey, there's no there's no sports, there's no leisure and for a lot of us myself included I, I deal with mental health issues and hockey is a form of, of an escape for me and it helps me you know it just it gives me something to look forward to each and every day and and those days where i just i don't feel like going and continuing i have hockey to lean on so I, I really feel bad for people that are in worse predicaments than myself that you know that may be thinking differently and i, I don't know it's just it's like a scary time and and like we said this numerous times on the show if you guys need to talk feel free to reach out and talk to us we'll talk we'll talk about anything uh bs or 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 whatever but um i really hope the season comes back it's just you know that's like my number one priority besides making sure everyone's healthy and safe i mean that's obviously takes precedence over it but it's just kind of a, a weird time right now it's kind of a borderline scary time because we don't know what's what's going on what's going on and what's going to happen like it's just everything's at a, at a standstill and a pause right now so we should have to like kind of like sitting here with our thumbs at our ass just waiting to see what's <laughs> going on but and i do want to apologize too um i, I have uh, on social media and twitter and facebook um i grew up in a law enforcement background and a military environment so i usually i joke around a lot so if some of you guys got offended by some of the jokes, mean that, you know, I, I still take this seriously. I have elderly family members. I have my, my parents, and I'm sure, you know, you guys have your your grandparents too, which I don't have, uh, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I don't do it because I'm taking it lightly. I just do it to try to, like, get a, a rise out of people and make people just laugh a little bit, uh, especially in these times right here. So I just don't take it as just being, like, inconsiderate and just you know, taking lightly of the situation, because obviously what's going on, I'm not taking it lightly, but I just like to, you know, to go over there and make people laugh at times. And, and just if I can make one person smile, I mean, you know, that that's my goal right there.
0: No, I feel you too. You know, I, I've been sitting at home as well, like most of you have too, if you're not at work, obviously, and then you're at home and, because there's not really much else you can do other than like go to the gas station or the grocery store. I mean, that's, that's really the limit of what you can do now. Um, as the days have unfolded, but um, uh, the way that this has gone, uh, you you have to have a little bit a uh, sense of humor. And yes, maybe sometimes it's a little dark or whatever the way we joke around. I posted a video of a Cheers episode. My wife and I had been watching those, and we were we were cracking up because it came on and it had a guy that goes into the bar and. He talks about being a scientist and working on these mutant viruses and, oh, it's not a big deal. And he walks out and then you see them all spraying down the place and wiping down the place and getting all nuts. And I mean, it was it was funny because that's that's what we're doing. We're, we're all doing that stuff right now. That's 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 just the way it is. I mean, it's not meant to poke fun at anybody that's that's being overly you know, cautious. That's just the way it is right now. And I just thought I, I couldn't believe we were at home watching it. And I go, this is coming on right now. I, I just it was too funny. And then, unfortunately, some of the social media uh, giants, if you will, or, or platforms wouldn't let me post the video. It was kind of unfortunate. I posted it on Facebook and they muted it. I posted it on Instagram and they muted it. So I did get it on Twitter. So if you didn't see it, you can go on there and, and, and see it. But I thought it was pretty funny just because of the timing. And, you know, the, the, the show Cheers, yes, it dates my, myself. It's an older show. But it was just very relevant and funny for the time. So ho- hopefully you got a laugh out of that. Uh, I mean, that's like what Eddie and I are talking about. I mean, you have to have a sense of humor in this somehow because we're going to go nuts if we're all just sitting at home uh, depressed, you know, out of our minds. Uh, you know, you got to find out, you know, what some things to do and whatnot. And that's what we've got some poll questions that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. But some good news we can talk about is some of the things that the Ducks are doing and around the league. When we get to the league news, we'll get to it. But we'll focus on the Ducks right now because that's kind of like our normal middle segment, if you will, of what's going on with the team. I thought a really good thing that happened, Eddie, was when you found this out is that the Samueli sent out an email to the employees Saying that they were going to pay the part time and you know, full time employees that are scheduled to work until the end of the month of March, till the 31st. And I thought that was awesome because that happened. And then it seemed like a lot of other teams followed through. We'll go into specifics, like I said, later in the show, but teams fell through on that. Players did that. Uh, I know, like Mark Cuban talked about it, you know, being with the Dallas Mavericks owner and whatnot and different things like that. And I, I to me, that was really huge and that was uplifting because. I know a lot of people that work at Honda Center and I don't think everyone realizes this but those people they depend on that job either as their primary source of income or you know as one of their primary sources of income. You know, I mean it's it's difficult. You have to tell them that hey, you aren't going to be able to work and don't forget uh, Honda Center and other arenas it's not just hockey. They have other events that they work. So you're telling them that hey, for this next month you're not going to be able to work, and and we don't know how long this is going to go on. Could it could go on longer, but I, I thought it was very refreshing that the owners came out and did that, Eddie. I think that was a very good positive.
1: Oh yeah, I was so proud to be a Ducks fan at that moment too. It just it just once I I, I talked to the person that that gave me that information. He he asked to you know if he wants uh he wants to remain a uh, anonymous, but once I got that information, I verified it, and it was just like my heart was beating it like extra beats right there it's so compassionate and those the owners really care about their employees and and they didn't want to do it for for you know oh hey, hey look at us we're doing this let's pat each other on the back because the ducks didn't announce it they didn't come on social media to announce it they just did it internally for their employees and i th- that was like so generous and, and so amazing that they did that i, I was so happy and and then I posted it late at night. I think it was like ten thirty when I posted it, and it just blew up. Like all the fans too, just all your comments and, and your love for for you know the, the the employees at Honda Center. You guys are just so happy and grateful. Like at that moment, I just felt that there was nothing going on in the world. It was just like I had the the you know it's just joy. Like it's just. It's breathtaking. It left me speechless a little bit, seeing so many comments and so many people reacting to it and seeing that great gesture. And I'm glad that a lot of other teams have followed. And and the teams that haven't followed, you know, it's shame on you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, I, I haven't kept track, honestly, of every team that has or hasn't. I mean... I I mean I am sitting at home with not as much to do, but I'm not sitting there looking at every team. I a lot of teams and a lot of players have done that, so that's been the good thing. I you know, and like Eddie said, the ones that aren't, then you know, shame on you. Another good thing though that the Ducks did do as well. If you're an Orange Alliance member, your first payment was due on March 16th. The team extended it. It's now not due till uh, April the 2nd. So uh, another little thing to help out people as well. You know, it's not a big thing, but they're delaying the payment for a couple of weeks. They may delay the other payments as well. Like we said, everything is its just up in the air. That's just kind of the way things are right now. But, again, the organization is trying to help out the fans as well. There's other teams that do are doing that as well. I saw the Vegas Knights are doing it. So I thought that was another
1: good positive, Eddie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, at, at these times, like you posted, too, we had to, to stick together. And, and hockey is a really, you know, close group of people. And, like, real hockey fans have that class and and, and courtesy for each other. We have to be there for each other. Uh, These teams helping out, we'll talk about later on the show during our league news portion, what what players donating and what other teams are doing. Just, like, right now we have to be there for each other. And and, that's all we can do. Just hope for the best and be there for each other and and keep everyone in our thoughts and prayers, especially Uh, this is – I think this is probably – this is big for me. I think I think the only worst thing I can remember uh, in my life was uh, 9-11 was a really tragic uh, incident. But you know what? I uh, always say, united we stand, divided we fall. If we come together, we're, we're going to overcome this and we're going to beat this. Come on, guys. Let's just drop our gloves on this virus and start hitting back and we'll soon overcome it. And then we'll, we'll be stronger and more unified for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the key. Uh, patience. You know, we have to stay strong as we talked about before. So a couple other things did happen with the team. Uh, The league stopped player transactions as of March 16th, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, or excuse me, 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. The Ducks made some moves. They sent Stolarz and Hakaput back down to the goals. They're, you know, waiver exempt. And then they also sent Sherwood down. He did pass the waivers and get reassigned. So those were a couple of the moves that were made. I know some people were upset about Sherwood, not in the sense that he got sent down, but because of his contract and getting paid less money. I honestly, I don't have an answer as to why that happened. I I know that they're kind of gearing up obviously to have the team play for the AHL. You know, the AHL is also suspended uh, right now as well, along with every other league is either suspended or been canceled. Uh, Obviously the, uh, the, you know, the timing of different things, it's all coming out, you know, one day, someone suspended the next day, someone's not playing anymore. So it's changing rapidly. But at the time of the show, and the time of those moves, uh, that's my understanding is why those moves were made is is for the Calder Cup run, if there is actually a run, of course, but uh, that's, that's all I really have on that, Eddie, I I didn't know if you wanted to share anything or what you thought about Sherwood getting sent down, because I saw some people pretty upset about that.
1: Yeah, I think people are more upset thinking that it was made because I guess to save the Ducks money instead of him getting paid his NHL salary, it's paid the AHL salary. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's a time and place for everything. I think uh, this this time it was it wasn't appropriate for Murray to be making transactions when everything is at a standstill. Um, and and that same thing could be said about the those dips, like I call them, at player safety suspending uh, Brendan Lemieux or his hit, like, a day after they they announced a pause in the NHL season. Um, It's just a time and place, and I I think it wasn't the most appropriate time for either of those transactions. Um, So, I mean, that's all I have to say for that. The only other team I know that made another transaction was the Rangers. They signed someone. But other than that, I mean, once they announced the hockey was pretty much paused, they should have just left it at that and not really been trying to do transactions. But you know what? He's a GM. I'm not. So, I mean, I guess it's his move, his team, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, it was kind of weird, like you
0: said, but he made this couple moves right before the, the league got frozen. So now there won't be any moves. We don't have to worry about any of that. Uh, you know, now the concern is obviously is if uh, the sport will come back along with all the other sports. So right now with no sports and uh, no social gatherings, right, you got to hang out. We, we had, you know canceled our watch party, obviously, the one that we were going to have coming up. We did some poll questions, and we did some different stuff this time. Try and change it up a little bit. Can't really have too many poll questions about uh, you know hockey as much. The last show, if you didn't hear about it, we talked a lot about Murray and his job and whether or not you thought he was doing a good enough job or not. So if you didn't hear that, you can go back to the last show, and, and you can listen to us debate that. Eddie and I kind of took different angles on that. Very good show. Uh, the last one, basically, before the season uh, was paused. But... We did a couple now because, you know, what are you doing? I mean, you're you're at home if you're not at work. And we kind of call this the, uh, the hashtag home hobbies. And we ask people, you know, what are you doing with your free time now to see? And uh, we got mixed results. I think some things some of you are probably doing right now and others of you are probably like, huh? So we'll kind of go through these and Eddie and I will share what we're doing. I'll, I'll tell you some of what I'm doing uh, involves drinking. I have been doing that. Uh, I've been working out too and cleaning up the house, things like that. But uh, some of the things that people talked about, we had Zach, he said, I reactivated my Netflix account. And he's watching movies. I've seen that from a lot of you. I've gotten responses or seen people posting that I'm catching up on different movies or television series. So that seems to be a popular one. We had TJ tell us that he's writing fictional stories. Good for you. I am not a writer of stories. I mean, I can do articles, but more power to you. Uh, We've got Robert, he said he's cleaning out his DVR. And then this one I've seen a lot of. is pretty funny, Eddie. He said he's getting to know the people that he lives with. Apparently, they are his family. And <laughs> I, 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 I really thought that that was probably one of the funniest answers. I, I saw another one, Eddie. I don't know if you've seen this one. But I saw someone say, oh, I'm at home. I'm talking to this beautiful lady. Uh, she's very nice and sweet and funny. And apparently, she's my wife. <laughs> so, so those are some funny ones we've seen. We've got uh, Tony said he's playing NHL 20. He said quote I'm trying to win my own damn cup amen go for it and we also had uh, Lorraine she says that she's an accountant unfortunately she has to work from home she's doing her taxes uh, for everybody or whoever's applying and I've been doing that actually today before we record the show I was going through all my stuff Eddie. super exciting going through all my tax stuff so those are some of the the big ones that we heard uh, that people replied to or some of the things that we've seen uh, Eddie if there's any that you want to share or you want to tell people what you're doing besides drinking at home um, you know w- what do you think about
1: you know your home hobbies I mean how are you keeping yourself entertained um, my buddy his girlfriend has a couple kids I made them do a, a hockey tournament last night on NHL 20 their first time playing that game and I, I, that was the most entertaining thing to me. Of course, I was drinking, so I was overly hyped about goals or hits or fights. <laughs> and definitely, I was encouraging the fight until I guess the game doesn't allow you to fight a certain amount of times. And I guess we exceeded that last night because during the game, they, you just couldn't fight anymore. I kept telling you, press triangle, press triangle. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't fight um i did a sim of on ducks and pucks of the ducks and kings game that was awesome Um, yeah thank you Uh, i got a lot of good feedback from that so i'm probably gonna just continue with that i know i missed the montreal one but i think i'll start setting it up better and try to figure out ways to make it maybe live to keep everyone entertained other than that i'm just um sitting home drinking uh I got laid off recently uh my company got absorbed but now i guess their employees aren't coming to work they're calling out so they actually you know called me back as a contractor to kind of just you know do some paperwork and get signatures and, and do a little bit of work so that's good for me i get a little bit more income on that um other than that my team and i were planning to do a like a little a barbecue and beer skate uh this friday at one of the parks um I know it's it's coronavirus. We're not supposed to go out, but I just, I, I'm going to die without hockey. And all the guys I play with, like we, we live for this sport, but we love it. Like we're beer league legends, I guess, uh, uh, what, beer league Brian, you can call us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. Just going to try to write some more articles, try to research more things and try to just get better at, at podcasting and doing things for ducks and pucks, designing, uh, just, just whatever I can to fill my mind up with hockey and and to you know give more content and be better for Ducks and Pucks to so you guys can you know be entertained too.
0: Yeah, you know uh, Ronald uh, is doing similar stuff too that you talked about. He's talking about redoing logos for NHL teams. He's uh, done some designs for us in the past. He's done it for other people as well, and he's doing some jersey designs and different styles like that. And he does some photography as well. So that's something that he's looking at doing. Uh, Josh talked about hanging out with his family more, which I assume a lot of you are doing as well. And uh, Thomas, our writer Thomas, he brought up Star Wars, which, of course, is one of my favorites. So, I mean, if you're going to have a movie marathon, why not have Star Wars, right? You've got, you know, about a dozen movies to watch there. Uh, I also like Fast and the Furious. So you've got, you know, eight or nine of those movies to watch as well and different things like that. So I've been doing that been watching, you know, different movies uh, i watched uh, ford versus ferrari which i hadn't
1: seen i love that, that movie was, that movie was amazing holy crap like yes it, it, just, it makes me hate ford a little bit more eh. it, that movie the actors it just it was a great movie definitely check that out um if you guys want to talk movies too just send us questions because i'm a movie buff I love movies, I watch them, I watch a ton of movies, and I'm really, I go through the trivia, I'm such a nerd, I'll go through uh, all the trivia of the movies, all the goofs, uh, you know, all the like, deleted scenes, and I'll watch them and analyze it, and just kind of like, sometimes, I know I'm sound like a big nerd right now, but sometimes when I watch a movie, <laughs> I'll like write down who I think would be a better actor for that role and do it. it's, just, it's just insane when i have little movie so if you guys want to talk about that just uh, tweet us or tweet us comment on facebook instagram and let us know we'll we'll provide that for you too
0: yeah i i love that movie uh, for people that don't know i'm a big ford nut uh, i have a mustang and i have a lightning truck i've been a big ford guy my whole life my whole family is all ford people we all everybody has some kind of a ford vehicle so i didn't get to see it in a theater so uh, it was fun watching it. I, I was cracking up Eddie in there because the Italian guy was making, you know a lot of lot of you know pig-headed comments and things like that to Henry Ford Jr. And I was cracking up and then to see him beat him, I thought it was pretty funny, but it is a good movie. The actors in there do a great job. Whether you whether you like Ford or not, if you're a Chevy or Dodge guy, I get it. Or if you're you like Honda or some other car, I really don't care. Whatever you know, company you like, great. But it, it's a good movie. It, it's one that I would watch. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, I've got a couple more on my list. I still haven't seen the latest Star Wars movie. Shame on me. I still haven't seen 1917. I want to watch that as well. So that's kind of how I'm filling up my time. Eddie is uh, finished all my tax stuff today. Thank God. Now I'm uh, I'm writing articles too when things come out. Uh, obviously is some of the stuff we talked about you know with the samuelis and, and the ticket payments being delayed but uh for me movies have been a big thing eddie that's really my free time i like to work out drink and watch movies
1: oh yeah um i've been going to the gym go figure now it closes when i start going to the gym but my buddy's girlfriend's son he's uh, 14 years old and he's been asking about going to the gym so i've been taking him with me so he's like forcing me and motivating me to go work out so i've been doing that um I have a little makeshift thing in my little backyard where I'm shooting pucks just to, just to get some exercise going. Um, I'm still going to go do cardio and run. I have a few like things I like to do um, in San Dimas. If you guys are familiar with that area, there's nice little trails you can run o- over there along the freeway. It's peaceful. Uh, doing that, and, and that's pretty much it. Definitely watching movies. Um, watching a lot of movies. And I, I did watch all the Star Wars again, not because this whole panic. I was watching... a. I decided to give it a try, uh, I think a few months ago, I watched uh, from first one to, to the last one, except the one, the newest one that came out, I haven't watched that one yet, but you know what, I can say that, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a Star Wars fan, I'm not like a hardcore one, but I, I like the plot and the whole storyline, it, it was good, it got to me, I was like, okay, I understand it now, and it, it is entertaining, um, we bought board games, we're gonna have like a little party tonight, or a little another kickback, and play Monopoly, so, uh, I mean, old school Monopoly. Um, if you guys don't hear from me in a few weeks, that means I got arrested for, I guess, domestic violence up here when I start losing in Monopoly because you know how intense that game gets for some people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, though. So, yeah, um, we're just. Uh, I think one good thing I could say about this is is it's bringing people together. Like last night, we were upstairs, just kind of socializing, barbecuing, and just actually being together. Is you know, as a family. I mean, I'm not their family, but. I grew up with my uh, my best friend that I live with. I grew up with him since I was f- four years old, so he's just like my brother. Uh, so it's it, it's good to spend some time with him, uh, spend some, time, some some time with his fiance, not his girlfriend. He starts yelling at me if he hears that and her <laughs> to just be more sociable, and then teaching them like they're asking a lot of questions about hockey and working out, so I can pass my knowledge on to them and and things like that. And I uh, one of them too made a comment about oh Asian people. It's like because my, my buddy's kids half asian and i was like dude i'm like come on man be better than that i just kind of just passing my knowledge and educating him and and, and kind of teaching him i guess right from wrong and and using my mistakes in the past to kind of guide them so i think i kind of like that it's just it's happy i can actually share that but I, I really miss hockey i hope it comes back like i'm about to put on my goalie equipment and go to the <laughs> the, the, the grocery store and buy some alcohol and record it for you guys because i'm really bored and i really miss hockey
0: (laughs) you know that's the other part of this the other poll question we did was about the grocery store so my wife went uh, a couple times on, on by herself and then i just went recently and the battle's going on at the grocery store oh my lord so we did a poll question you know asking you hey you know what's the one item that you go in there and you try to buy, right? Because it's pretty much insane anywhere you go. you see seen these lines at Costco and Sam's Club that are like a mile long. I, I won't even go to those. I actually go to Smart and Final by my house, which was a much better and, and less insane uh, experience. But uh, we, we asked some people, and of course, our good buddy Thad, he used to live out here in California. He moved out to Texas. He goes, I went and bought beer. That's number one. I started laughing because that's what I bought too this past week. I got, I got a whole big thing of Coors Light. Yeah, you can call me white trash or ghetto, whatever you want. But that's what I. I one of the things I bought. But um, he had that on his list. We had uh, Siska and Ruth. They both talked about buying water. I went and got that as well. Felix talked about going and getting tomatoes. Uh, we also had a couple people, Katrina and Michelle, they talked about getting TP. And also uh, Katrina cracked me up. She said also spam was on her list of things to do. But, I mean, that that's what it is. I mean, you're going to these stores trying to get stuff. When I went to Smart and Final... And all this stuff happened. I, we don't even have any paper towels in my household. I mean, it just that's what happened. We ran out when all this started going nuts when everybody were you know was going to grocery stores and and, and supermarkets and hoarding stuff and whatnot. Uh, so I was fortunate. I my first thing when I went to Smart Final was I got a whole bunch of napkins. I know it sounds stupid, but we didn't have any paper towels. So that's what I ended up getting. I also got water, as some of you have talked about. Yes, I went and bought beer. I got some red wine. Uh, I did get some other produce and grocery things to eat. Uh, A few of the things. I, I, I was able to get my hand on some hand sanitizer. They were limiting the amount of that that you could buy. Um, just craziness. I, I think the grocery store now is the—I call it our bar because you know everything's being shut down. But that's where you go to socialize with people, Eddie.
1: I mean, if you go to like some place like Whole Foods, you can even drink. Oh man, I guess this is a perfect time for me. I'm a little more—I uh, guess sometimes antisocial. I mean, yeah, at games and we to talk hockey, uh, beer, movies, or like military stuff. Then yeah, you will get me talking. Other than that, I'm usually like a hermit crab. So I guess this is like I guess my time to shine. But you're right though; it's just crazy going to the grocery store trying to fight people for toilet paper. had to yell at someone? Just they're trying to steal toilet paper from me. I'm like, man, I have to I have to wipe my behind. Like <laughs> I'm not hoarding it. I just like I have to. I don't know what to do. Like I can't be like a dog and go in the grass and and sit down and, and roll over and just like, man. It's just going crazy out there. Like I told you, like, I'm seriously going to put my goalie equipment on. I'm going to go to the grocery store. It's getting it's nuts out there. I do know a few bars that are still open. And, and talking to the owners, you're not planning to close. Um, there's one bar in Pomona uh, down in – and if you guys know where Pomona is, like down, you know, it's, I guess I want to say uh, North Pomona, I guess. A little Down, it's a little it's ghetto over there, so i have to wear a bulletproof vest or something. <laughs> But hey, if, if it gets me out in, in, in socializing and grabbing a beer with someone in, in, in a social environment, I guess i have to do it. But yeah, I think the first thing I went, and it's funny because my buddy and I went out a couple days. He's uh, he's overreacting a little bit. He panics, so he wants to buy all this food. But the first thing we actually did do in the grocery store when we first went in, we went to the liquor aisle. Got a bunch of alcohol, got beer, got bottles, and he's like, he's off work for a few weeks, and, and I guess indefinitely. So we're just st- stacking up, and we're just kind of—I take it i guess—as a vacation. I don't know, have some fun, play Monopoly, drink. So uh, that's about it. Uh, just be safe out there when you guys go, and just you know, don't. Just remember to—if uh, you're just thinking about hoarding and, and getting stuff in abundance. Uh, there's a lot of elderly people. They don't have that luxury, and, you know, to get that. Just leave some for them. It's—it's. It's, it's not one of those things that it's going to get crazy, a zombie apocalypse. If I'm, if it happens, someone comes back from the dead and, and starts infecting people and zombies start happening, I'll come back on the show and apologize. But it's not going to happen. So just, just leave a little bit of extra for people that, that need it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's the big thing is don't, don't take everything for everybody. That's why uh, the smart Final is pretty good. They limited cases of water, uh, paper towels, toilet. Uh, paper, hand sanitizer, all that stuff. They, they limit it all to you know two per uh, customer. So that was good at that store. And I, I know other stores are doing similar. And it's like, yeah, just share people. Like, you know, this is going to pass. We don't know how long. Yes, we're going to be kind of stuck going between home and work for a majority of us. Uh, gas stations, and the grocery store, really. Um, Orange County is going on lockdown as we're recording the show. There's some news. I'm seeing some posts that they're shutting down uh, basically gatherings of people uh, that don't require essential services. So, you know, that that's coming, which we're not surprised. We heard that New York was doing it and then L.A. was doing it. Uh, San Francisco, now down, down here, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to keep on going across the United States. So, unfortunately, you got to entertain yourselves, uh, and, and when you go to the grocery store to get stuff, don't be an asshole, okay? Share with other people. Don't be rude. Uh, if there's something there, I, I pointed out stuff to some people. People were asking about napkins because they had paper towels and some more, and I showed them where it was at. I didn't try and grab every single one and you know, run out of there. I mean, I, I got enough for myself because I don't have anything, but I didn't take everything that was left. You know, don't don't be rude. Don't be a jackass share you know i mean that's the big thing and like eddie said too you know you got to remember too there's people out there that have small children there's people that are elderly they need stuff just as much as all of us in our 20s 30s 40s you know etc that need so just you know be kind think about other people if you need to get stuff i get it but but don't grab everything so um before we get to the league news i, I do have uh one of my i was gonna say yeah
1: one thing mike yeah go ahead i want to just uh, interject real quick don't panic yet, and I'm going to make it a joke, so bear with me. But once the liquor stores and strip clubs start closing, then start panicking, because those things are, are... I drove by a strip club the other day. It was packed. <laughs> I was like, are they giving away free toilet paper or something? It's in the liquor store. My liquor store guy told me, he's like, dude, it's been packed. Like, you know, you need to buy more alcohol before it all goes out. My like, dude, you're fully stocked. What are you talking about? Just, this guy, is a, he's an ultimate salesperson. Every time I go buy something... He always upsells me, and I end up buying it. So, eh. yeah. So, I just want to throw that joke out there. I made a joke on Facebook, too, um, that uh, liquor stores and strip clubs are open, so I'll have liver failure and pink eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and,
0: and we're joking around, people. Like, if you if you see something that Eddie and I are and you're like, well, that's insensitive. It's a joke. Relax. We're just trying to make light of this situation. Like we said. You can send us a DM, you know, too,
1: and we'll, we'll talk to you. Yeah. Uh, if you're really offended, I'll, I'll definitely apologize, because... That's not my goal to offend anyone. Like, I, no. I all the listeners, the fans, like, it's just, you know, we yeah. just, like, have fun. And we just try to, like, make, you know, just everyone happy and, and as best we can.
0: Yeah, you got to make do with the situation, okay? And sometimes we'll post things, cracking up jokes. I posted one. I thought we would, you know, get more attention. I got some laughs out of it. But there's an emoji that looks like the damn COVID-19 virus. And uh, not as many people laughed at that. Some did, some didn't. But I, I looked at that and I was like, really? You have an emoji of this damn virus? Like, seriously? Like, what the f-
1: You know what I mean? I mean, I- I think, I, you know. I, I think your wife posted, like, I guess one of the mascots, the baseball mascots. Yes. like it too. <laughs> Philly fanatic. <laughs> oh, and, and, and
0: same thing, like, we're trying to make light of this, right? It, you know, we're all in this situation together. We're all stuck. You know, we can sit at home and be depressed and get mad at each other. Or, you know, we can try to crack jokes and make light of it, because trust me, there's gonna be a day, I don't know how far away it is, I'm not a doctor, but there's gonna be a day down the road that this is gonna be over. Trust me, it's gonna happen. The question is, is just when. It will happen, we will get past it. It's gonna suck, it's gonna take some time. You know, when there's no sports, no social gatherings, no bars, everything's shutting down. It's getting crazy, but it'll happen. We'll, we'll get to that point. We just got to suck it up and get through it and whatnot. So um, I, I did bring in one of my buddies that I'll have on the show right now that I talked to him real briefly. Basically, he's a doctor. I've known him for 30 years. Uh, my good friend, Joe, he talks about this virus, things that you can do and, and how to handle this. So I'll, I'll talk to him a little bit real briefly on that, and then we'll wrap up the show with the league news. Uh, Joining me now is my uh, good friend, uh, Joe, who I've known for over 30 years and is a doctor and uh, brought him on the show to talk a little bit about the uh, COVID-19 virus as obviously it's affected the NHL and sports around the world and uh, society in general as well. So um, Joe, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on and talk about this.
2: Hey Mike, thanks for having me.
0: So a little bit bit about uh, your background, Joe, just let everybody know, uh, I guess your education or whatnot, you know, you've been practicing medicine for a long time. want to tell everybody a little bit about um, yourself before we dive into some of the the stuff about the virus.
2: Yeah, sure. I basically did most of my training in Southern California at UC Irvine, uh, medical school, uh, residency, and... Went to Houston for a few years to continue training and then also um, UC San Francisco. And then uh, now I work in uh, Los Angeles area and uh, been, I guess, a doctor since 2008 when I graduated med school.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I know. You've been doing it for a long time. So that was the point. That's why I wanted to bring you on here because a lot of people are talking about this in the news, and there's misinformation going on, different things, different sources, and whatnot. So that's why I wanted to have you on the show, because people are obviously concerned about this. They kind of want to know, like, what's really going on. So I guess the first thing to start with is, what is COVID-19? It's basically a virus, but it more specifically, like, what is it? You know, everyone wants to know, because a lot of people compare it to the flu, but it's it's worse than the flu, is it not?
2: Yeah, it's... um. Uh, respiratory illness it's a virus and it's much worse than the flu the flu you have a death rate of maybe 0.1 percent whereas with coronavirus it's much higher it's about two percent some articles I've seen uh, state 3.4%, but really we don't know is the answer. And the specifics about the virus, we don't really know because it's only been going on for, there's no long-term studies. All we know is how many people have died and how many people have been tested that are positive. So it may be lower than that because you have people who have it who may not have been tested so it's really uncertain you basically have to wait until you know this thing is over with then you look back on the data then you look at how many people died how many people you know had tested positive because there's some lag time there so yeah it's uh way more serious than the common flu
0: and, and what do you think makes it more serious? Like, for example, if I cough and I and I have the regular flu or cold, uh, the germs last, you know, I'm not a doctor, but they last a few hours uh, with this COVID-19. I think uh, we had talked before you came on the show that they tend to last a week or more. Is that not true?
2: Yeah, it's, it's hard to say uh, exactly. Again, we don't have like a lot of data, but from sources I've seen, it can last on hard surfaces so they're transmitted through droplets so if someone has it and they cough those droplets or you know touch their nose or mouth and then touch a surface then it'll be on that surface and if someone else comes and touches that and then you know touches their nose or you know then eats something um, then they can they can get it that way so it's person-to-person transmission not necessarily airborne, but we don't really know 100% or anything for sure. But if you cough and it lives in droplets, and someone else breathes it in in close vicinity, then then you can get it. Um, so that's why they have the social distancing. They recommend washing your hands for at least 20 seconds if you don't have it, and use hand sanitizer with at least 70% alcohol, and then not to touch your face, mainly your mouth, nose, eyes, and so those are kind of precautions that you can take.
0: Now, do you think as far as like what the government's doing is, you know, shutting down restaurants and bars and schools, you know, you see um, Las Vegas is shut down, all all this stuff, do you think that that's what they should be doing? Because, you know, some people are out there going, oh my God, this is an overreaction. You know, we should still be able to go out to eat and do these things. Uh, what do you think? Because a lot of people look at it and they're kind of confused. You know, is, is it too much that we're doing? Or do you think we're, we're doing too little, I guess? I, I think
2: we're doing too little. And our reaction was too late. We should have acted on this way earlier knowing that it was in asia and we had like five cases in the u.s we should have ramped up you know testing kits in anticipation um uh, ppe um personal protective equipment you know gloves masks and we just totally were not prepared and so now it's it's just a matter of not being able to just you know, stop it. It's it's just trying to what's called flatten the curve, right? So it's just trying to prevent yourself from getting sick for as long as possible to not overwhelm the healthcare system. So I think in response to your question, should we be shutting down social gathering areas, restaurants, bars? Absolutely. This is a very serious disease and especially in the elderly and people with comorbidities, which means that they have other illnesses or are immunocompromised. It is much more serious for that population. So, But that doesn't mean that just older people and people who are immunocompromised are at risk. There are several cases that I've seen where people in their 30s or 40s perfectly healthy no medical problems they've died from this so you know i'm for i'm in my 40s so you know that kind of scares me and so for for me to sacrifice not going out you know to a bar or a concert or movie theater or 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 someplace that's crowded i mean i for me personally, I think it's worth my life, you know, to just sacrifice that for, for a while. And so,
0: well, the other part of that too, uh, you know, for you, uh, it's like you said, I'm just
2: saying, sorry, um, to add to that, not just, not just me personally. Um, but I have a mom, you know, my mother-in-law. And so I don't want to get them sick too. So I may have it and not know it and then transmit it to them. And they're at much more risk than I am. So it's not just about yourself. It's also about people in your family who may have, may be older, may have medical problems, may be immunocompromised. So yes, you know, maybe you're a teenager and you in your twenties and you think that you can go out and, go to bars and still, you know, expose yourself, expose yourself to others. Well, I mean, that's just going to keep prolonging this cuz you're just going to keep passing it and passing it and passing it and and you're going to get older people sick that you encounter. And so it's just kind of a social responsibility for everyone to be on the same page.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you're saying, younger people in the in the teens and 20s may get it and survive it. And, and you know, they think they're invincible but can pass it on to people older like you talked about. Um, that's part of the issue, too, is is affecting people with compromised immune systems and older people. But it's also younger people carrying it around. You know, the other thing for you that i applaud you for is that you have to go to work you go to the hospital five six days a week and you don't know 100 percent what's going on so for you uh it's got to be a little nerve-wracking you know going to the hospital and then not knowing what you're going to face every day
2: yeah it's uh times have changed <laughs> it's completely different you know um, uh, we converted like an entire floor of our hospital to coronavirus um Patients. So far, there haven't been any confirmed positives that I know about. But this is an ongoing thing. Things change like every twelve hours. So yeah, exactly. um, You know, if you talk to me, basically, last week we did not convert an entire floor to just coronavirus patients, and you know, basically all elective surgeries have been canceled because they also take up hospital beds. If you need surgery, you need to stay in the hospital, but it's not like absolutely necessary. um, Then those cases have been canceled. You know, cancer patients are still getting their cancer surgeries because, you know, it's not really elective, but for every patient who doesn't need to be in the hospital, they're taking up a bed for someone who does need to be in the hospital. So it's just, uh, Really crazy right now, and I mean, I just heard on the news uh, this morning about Italy, uh, who have been battling this, and there was a doctor who basically said, "Yeah, yesterday 20 people died. They have to; all their ICU beds are taken, all their ventilators are taken. If if you're like 85." and you have coronavirus, and you need a ventilator, you don't qualify. Like, crazy, crazy. Because you're going to die anyway, so they're, they're basically having to make life and death calls, and, you know, I can't really, it's harder to imagine, you know, having to right. make that call, you know, telling someone, we can't try to save your dad, because this this younger, you know, 45-year-old guy needs to use the ventilator and has a better chance than you and he has three kids
0: right so extremely difficult decision
2: yeah like i would pray i never have to make that decision but i mean this is becoming more real and real and so the best thing that we can do just as a society is just try to beat this together you know we have to Actively participate in social distancing and not just be very relaxed about this. Take it seriously. Wash your hands. If you touch any surface, um, try not to touch your face. And I mean, if you're not sick, you don't need a mask. So if you're, you know, just buying up all the masks, like the people who need it in the hospitals, you're taking it from them, right, you know? Right. No, so, stop
0: the hoarding stuff, basically. Exactly. Absolutely. So,
2: and also, I mean, this country doesn't have a shortage of food. There's plenty of it, but right. you know, people keep hoarding it. <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, that, and that's what uh, we're talking about in the show too, a little bit of yeah. going to the grocery store and trying to pick out those items, but also to share. So, well,
2: yeah. I mean, these are dire times, but you know, just to, give a little light at the end of the tunnel i mean my brother he lives in hong kong he's currently in japan and at the beginning of this you know i had offered to send him you know supplies if he needed it you know i bought some stuff on amazon and like hand sanitizer i did get a mask even though now looking back like yeah i i I don't wear the masks if I'm gonna be out in the open. You don't need it, you know. I see people driving in a car alone wearing a mask, and I don't get it.
0: Right, yeah, um, right.
2: But but over there, and there was mass hysteria, mass panic. All the toilet paper got bought out. Um, all the hand sanitizer he couldn't he couldn't find any. So um, I overnight try to ship, you know, hand sanitizer, some masks. Uh, and you know, back then we didn't really know as much, we still don't know a lot, but we know a little bit more now. And now he says plenty of toilet paper, plenty of hand sanitizers, plenty of masks, like, uh, he's currently in Japan, but he's going back to Hong Kong later this month. But he said, yeah, if we need supplies, he was going to send them, but so things are getting better over there, but you know, they've had more testing which is another issue because we were very late with testing as well. And so we couldn't identify who had it and then isolate those people. And so if you want to see a trend, we're pretty much following Italy's trend, whereas um, China, Korea, Singapore, Hong Kong, Japan, they've been able to keep their numbers down because social distancing, isolation, screening so they've really taken a lot of measures and really taken it seriously locked things down and uh they've been able to do a lot better in their numbers compared to like italy and united states so
0: well i appreciate you coming on the show and talking about this because some people don't understand how serious that is and you know it's good to have someone that's in the field that you know knows what's going on is dealing with it so Thanks for taking out the time and coming on the show, Joe. I appreciate it. Hey,
2: no problem, Mike.
0: Anytime. And that was my interview with my buddy Joe. Pretty interesting thing, Eddie, there. I I thought... The good point that he brought up was the flu, You know, usually one in 100 people uh, can die from it. Now he's talking about the studies on it. He's saying two to four people out of 100 can die from it. So it is a serious thing. We try to make light of this on the show. We joke around and things like that and whatnot. But this whole thing about social distancing and and being smart and being clean and all that stuff, it's a serious thing. It is. Uh, Like we said, it's going to pass, but we do need to take these precautions, Eddie, because... Uh, this virus is pretty aggressive. It's not like a normal flu where you cough. The germs last a couple hours. This stuff lasts for at least a week or so. There's different reports, obviously. I'm not a doctor, but my buddy Joe was on there, and we talked about it. So uh, at least take it seriously for now. It it does suck. Oh, we're shutting down all this stuff, and I see people going, well, why do we shut down everything? You know, this is a bunch of BS. Well, it's not. And I've talked to him and other people that are in that profession, and they're telling me what's going on. Uh, It's pretty serious stuff. So... Going on this lockdown is what we have to do. We got to bear through it. You can, you know, listen to our podcast as we crack jokes as best we can. We talk about different things, watch movies, work out, other things that you want to do. But uh, take it seriously, people. Stay safe, and uh, we'll get through this. Uh, I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to add, Eddie, as far as what my friend said. But you know, he's just basically saying to take it seriously and don't don't take it like hearted.
1: And don't be a, a piece of shit either. Like, stop like, you know, I see a lot of people, uh, videos and posts about Asian and, and Asian community. Like, don't, don't be a piece of shit. Like, is it, stop discriminating and stop the racist remarks because it's not because a certain race of people just it's a virus that, that just, just obviously we're, we're trying to contain it and you making ignorant comments and, and saying racist comments like that, it just makes you look like a piece of shit and I really hope if you, if you if you're that kind of person and you're you discriminate and you're making racist remarks, I really hope you don't listen to this show because I, I definitely don't want want those kind of people listening. It's just it's one of those things that it's, it's unfortunate. It's happening right now, but stop putting down or, or stop you know being racist and making those discrimin, discriminatory discriminatory marks. It's just it's it's uncalled for. I had to you know talk to a kid. My 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 buddy's kid last night about that. It's just it's 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 not funny. It's making them feel, you know, unwelcome. It's just it's it's disgusting. So just you know, like like you said, Mike is you know just just love one another. Be be kind. Be strong. Like just we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we you know yeah, it started over in, in China, but you know why you got to poke at those people? I I don't get it. You know so. Um, with that what we'll do is we'll we'll finish up our show like we normally do with the league news and we'll talk about some things that are going on uh, one of the things that came up was kind of surprise Eddie was that Jonas Hiller announced his retirement we learned that from his um, European team he made that announcement and then of course the ducks posted something about it as well uh, he was one of my favorite goalies you know I, I uh, liked the way he played obviously it still stings losing in the playoffs and, and back. You know, against the Kings and whatnot, and that stupid Game Seven. I hate to bring it up, but I hated that that moment. But he, he, you know, my wife really liked him too. He did really great. And then, of course, in 2011, he gets hit in the All Star game in the head. And then after that, he had some issues and had some inconsistent play, which was unfortunate. But uh, I'm happy that he, you know, did his retirement. And the best memory, of course, was the Stadium Series game. Ducks beating the Kings 3-0 in that one my wife surprised me she got me tickets because it was the week after my birthday so I'll never forget that moment he got the shutout so I, I'm just happy that you know he was able to retire I, I wish he would have got to play a little bit more Eddie but uh, I just wish him the
1: best oh same here he, he was one of my favorite goalies he's an awesome guy on the ice and off the ice I had a I had the chance to meet him a few times it's such a great great guy um my ex-wife and I went to a skating thing. He was there, and that was her favorite player. And he was just so, just so patient. And like she was asking him questions, hugging him, talking to him. and He was just laughing and joking around with her. It was just an awesome experience that that you know he had. He, he, he was you know our goaltender. He was a Ducks player, and like I always say, in the movie said, Ducks fly together. Uh, once a duck, always a duck. So it's glad that you know it's unfortunate that he had a I guess leave the NHL the way he did. But I'm glad that he was able to still play the sport and retire on his own terms. So thank you, Jonas Hiller, for everything you've done for the Ducks and the hockey. And I hope you have a great retirement and, and, you know, everything goes up from there.
0: Um, You want to cover the rest of the league news? A lot of it's pretty much about teams, whether or not they're paying and and the employees and things like that. And a couple other things, wherever you want to start that if you want to break it down to, to wrap up the last segment here.
1: Um, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to OC Animal Care. If you guys, uh, they're one of our uh, our partners that we partner with to try to promote, you know, adoptions and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of people are staying home and a lockdown. Um, I, I I don't I don't think they're closed. They're still available for adoption. I'm getting getting emails from them too. But um, if you're considering adopting, I mean, why not? Now you have the extra time uh if you need that that uh, that support animal i know it's not like an official support animal but animals can give you that kind of love that you need and kind of lift your spirit so um i want to give a shout out to them if you guys haven't followed them go follow them um share their stuff and try to get someone you know uh, one of these animals adopted um we have a little bit of a uh, decent uh, good news positive news sean weiss from uh if you guys remember him he was goldberg from the mighty ducks movies he was released from custody he'll enter a a consecutive 90-day rehab facility uh and once he gets back uh he'll go to like a sober living and outpatient sober living he'll be monitored um there's a lot of people pulling for him i i wish him all the best i hope that he overcomes uh whatever um you know problems that he's suffering psychological and definitely he overcomes you know his drug addiction um, he, he has a lot more than he 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 understands. So um, I, I hope he overcomes that and you know, hopefully uh, he, he can have a successful treatment. He can come back and be stronger and, and I don't know maybe one day we can get bring him on the show. I, I wrote him a, a DM I, I follow him on on Facebook, so hopefully um, once he gets better, we can try to talk to him about that. Uh, the St. Louis Blues,, uh, I guess a ducks game. It, it was their makeup game when Jay Bowmaster, when he uh, he had that incident, that medical incident. I wanted to just give a shout-out to the Ducks. They offered the free parking, 19% off their merch, and then half the fifty fifty raffle. Went to UCI Health. Um, that's a really good gesture. Uh, w- once again, it makes me proud to be a Ducks fan that they're, like, sticking together, and, and they're they're doing that for, our, you know, I guess their, their rival team when they were playing. Um Let's go to Dallas Stars. Jim Montgomery. He reached his 90 days of sobriety. He's been released from a rehab facility. If you guys don't remember him, the Dallas Stars uh, fired him uh, due to his alcohol problem. Um, I want to give a shout out to him. Um, I've never been to rehab, but I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure if you're struggling with an addiction, it's, it's hard to overcome it. So that's good for him. Also, Dallas Stars Alexander Radulov. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. My bad. I'm not (laughs) Russian. He's being tested for the COVID-19. He's been sick for two weeks, but he's showing like no signs after that. I just want to throw that out there. I doubt he has anything. Calgary Flames. Ken King, president and CEO of the Flames, at Hitman from 2001 to 2019 and vice chairman from 2019 to 2020, has passed away. My thoughts and prayers to him, uh, the organization, and his family. now I want to talk about uh, Brad Marchand. He uh, started a GoFundMe for employees. Um, their owner's worth $3.5 billion, but still hasn't really given to his employees. I talked about this earlier on the show, how the Ducks, you know, I'm really proud the Ducks were covering their employees for the whole month of March. Uh, it just that the Bruins aren't. Um, another thing that kind of like pissed me off was my second favorite team that I like. The Colorado Avalanche, their ownership is not going to reimburse or cover any of the funds for their employees. I think that's really unfortunate and sad, um, and selfish of their owners. They have a, a, a shit ton money more than we have, and they're not even going to try to like help out their employees. So it's just it's one of those things, Mike. It's just unfortunate and it's sad to see that these rich owners that you know just they, they can't just throw you a hundred dollars like out of their pocket or something. Um, I want to give a shout out to Florida Panthers and Sergey Burbosky. He donated hundred thousand dollars for the employees during, uh, I guess, the suspended season. His teammates matched it, and the team will cover all the additional costs. So shout out to them. And then the final thing I'm going to talk about, I'm sure you want to touch on this too, Mike. Uh, Michael Russo from the Athletic first reported that the, I guess, the NHL is, is considering or might have like retro jerseys coming next season um as far as the ducks i'm not sure if that's going to be confirmed but i i really hope they they just stick to the eggplant jersey don't change anything just i guess put the adidas logo because you have to but I, I think it'll be pretty cool like more jerseys the better you know you have a home and away and a third i mean why not add a fourth jersey and maybe sometime in the future you can add like a, a fifth and you can wear that during the game so it, it'd be really cool to see these like I guess these special nights like hockey fights, cancer or military appreciation. night, seeing them wear a different Jersey. I think that'd be fun for, for the fans. It would it, it, be, be really cool. So I don't know if you want to touch on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a great idea. I think it, for me, going back to the original white, Green, black, you know, uh, jerseys that they had. the The Mighty Ducks ones, obviously from 1993, would be awesome if they had those out there. I still have mine. I, I honestly don't fit in a couple of them because I was, you know, just you know, a teenager growing up. My original jersey is a size, uh, I believe it's a large, and and of course the jerseys changed back then. Don't forget they had starter jerseys. You know, everything's different. And then over time, it, it changed. You know, there was Champion. Then it, then we had Reebok. And then Adidas. And Nike. You know, there's a whole bunch of different ones. But the ones I had didn't... They don't really fit. There's a couple more I did buy later on. I know I finally got XLs. And they fit me. So, I would like to see that. I, I, I like the original jersey. And if they were able to bring that back for the Ducks. And, and, you know, other teams too. I think that would be a pretty cool thing. You know, like you said, maybe not something they wear all the time. But maybe you know they have four or five games throughout the year that whatever it is if it's a special night and they want to wear it i think it'd be cool like maybe they have it on the home opener and the uh, home finale game and then they they throw it in with a few games throughout the season whichever they you know decide to do i think that would be pretty cool and as far as like even the third jerseys i i wouldn't be opposed to them just having it as, as a regular third jersey i i'd really like the the you know the uh, old school home jersey if you remember Back in the day, the home jerseys were predominantly white, and then the away colors were your team, like you know, if it was black or red or green or whatever it was. And, and you know, now it's different now it's the home team is you know, black, green, red, and the away team or your away jersey is the white color jersey. So, I think it would be kind of cool to do that. Obviously, they'd have to be like some scheduling things, we've seen that where teams have switched jerseys around because of whoever they're playing right because now it's different you know if you're if you're wearing a white jersey and you're at home and then the way team is wearing a white jersey now they got it there's a little bit of a conflict so they would have to kind of figure that out and work it out but i think it would be a great idea definitely eddie i, I think it's something that uh, would you know just kind of old school stuff and bring it back it's a good idea
1: no oh, definitely i would love to see that i know the fans uh people will we really see your comments you definitely love that that old school jersey. It'd be fun to see, like hell, even do like an old school Mighty Ducks movie night and have them wear those jerseys. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! I I I I'm sure it'll cost a pretty penny or so, but I'll definitely buy one of those jerseys and definitely beat that game. But just imagine, like all the fans around the league to see the Ducks play those like old school Mighty Ducks from the movie jerseys. Oh, that'd be too, forget about it. That'd be just too great.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and. You know, while this is all going on, we still have our shirts and stuff for sale and whatnot. We might be doing some uh, more giveaways just to help out and whatnot as the time goes by for now. And we don't know when we'll do another show. Obviously, we'll keep posting the updates as they, as they come out. We'll try and post some articles. You know, if someone else decides to retire or some other kind of news from the league comes up, we'll, we'll stay on top of it between Eddie and I and, and some of the other people. So look for that. Uh, like I said, I don't know when we'll do another show, but we're, we're going to keep on trying to do some during this time. Um, obviously, the topics are going to vary. If there's things that you guys want us to talk about, because the season, of course, is not happening right now, we're more than happy to talk about it. Like we said, we talked about kind of what are you doing at home, right? What are your home hobbies? And, and what are you going to the grocery store to buy? Because <laughs> that's the big thing going on right now. But if there's some other stuff, uh, if you want to show on movies like Eddie talked about earlier, we can talk about that. You want a show on working out or a show on drinking, or all the above or or something else we're more than happy to keep on going and talking about different things and um, you know keep the show going so we appreciate you guys listening Uh, i know it's tough right now Uh, just going to kind of leave you with the statement that uh, we posted uh, when this all happened and then uh, you know we'll be back uh, within maybe a week or two all right so uh, i'll leave you with this uh, our, our kind of our official statement in regards to everything Uh, This event is bigger than the Anaheim Ducks in the sport of hockey. It affects the entire sports industry and the world as a whole. Our sympathies and concerns go out to anyone affected by this worldwide incident. This may be a trying time for the world, but the triumph of the human spirit will get us through this. Stay strong, stay safe, be kind, and love one another. Let's go Ducks.